With SendPro Online from Pitney Bowes, you can simply print postage stamps and shipping labels, even when working remotely. Go to pb.com slash TMS and access a special offer for a free 30-day trial plus a free 10-pound scale to get started. That's pb.com slash TMS. Coming up on TMS, poo-based crystallized entity. Sticky baker's hands. Arizona, just lizards and snakes. The taint is bananas, B-A-N-A-N-A-S. Blintz Gilligan, country singer. Working at the DMCA. I'm drinking hand sanitizer. Vodka is too much hassle. Risk takes too long to start a fire. President Lasagna. Boring Biden fruit. ASMR robots. I actually read that as Ask Mr. Robot. Oh. That's what I read that as. <laughs> oh. <laughs> nice. It taint a bridge. Hitler hogs the ball. With a name like Shkreli, you have to be a supervillain. Jury duty and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Hi, everybody. This is Barbie J.H. I'm 73 years old, and I am a gay advocate. Go gay, people. Who are you talking to, Nandor? The Morning Stream. morning stream uh 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 you didn't say the magic word hello everybody and welcome to the moan and scream it's tms it is tuesday november 24th it is 2020 i'm scott johnson he's brian ibbett good morning good morning scott how's your morning oh i don't know i took the dog for a poo and uh Mm -hmm. Uh, decided to make it a full half hour because I was just like, you know what? This will be my morning uh, sort of walk. Let's get the heart rate up. Let's get out there. Let's do this. And later I'll do treadmill. So that's, that's fine. A little two, two, two a day going on, you know. So I'm out mm-hmm. there with the dog and I got gloves on because it's cold. It's like 20 degrees today. So it's a little bit cold. And then the dog pooped. And I was like, oh, great. I better take off one of my gloves, then put on the bag, then pick up the poop, and then go on about my day and throw it in the trash. But when I got to the trash and threw it away, I looked down and realized I had somewhere dropped my glove. So I was like, oh, no, damn it. I didn't know what I did. I probably put it under my arm and then forgot that it was there and then it just oh, fell. Oh, shoot. Yeah. And then, right. So well, I backtracked. Did you, did you circle back for it? I did. Yeah. I found it. Uh, actually, the dog found it. She she seemed to be hunting <laughs> around for something and found I guess she found my scent. <laughs> this smells like you, Dad. Yeah, this is yours. <laughs> you should put it on. So I put it on and everything was fine. Good. Uh, Excellent. Anyway, so yeah, uh, Tuesday is just whatever. I feel I still feel a little bit uh, off my, you know, been gone for yeah, a week. Yeah, like sort you're of still game. on a vacation kind of mode. Sure. Yeah, I don't like that feeling. I like to be able to just jump back in. But yesterday was like incredibly busy, mm-hmm. and uh, we got a new WoW expansion out yesterday. We did. Yeah. How'd you do? How, how far have you gotten? That's both uh, work and fun for me. So I would say. Um, <laughs> Probably, uh, well, see, I got to the first, probably three or four, maybe three story quests into the, to the first, not the first zone, but the, uh, yeah, Bastion, after, after Mm -hmm. leaving the Mon and, and Erebos or whatever the hell it's called. What's it called up there? Or the robots? Oribos. Yeah, Oribos. Yeah. So I got out of there. I loved it there, by the way, because those robot people are badass. They really are. And it wasn't until I saw the outside view of Oribos that it finally clicked. That's like, oh, that's an hourglass. Mm-hmm. I totally get it now. Yep. And they're in charge so of cool. sending you to your to your ultimate uh, destination there. But yeah. stuff is broken, so you got to help figure it out. But I just love talking all to them. The, all the things. They're yeah. all great. They're just like, you're welcome here among the Oribos. Beep, 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 beep. Like, just great, like, 
ASMR robot-y people. I love them. They they remind me a lot of the um, those guys we first saw. I think Burning Crusade is when we first saw those guys, but now they're all over the place, like Void Storage dudes. Oh, the, um, yeah, those are cool. Those are cool. And they Still remind cool. me a lot of that, where it's like it's a glowy thing kind mm-hmm. of trapped in a in an encased humanoid shape, but, yeah. but some of the glowy comes out in different parts. Yeah, you just want to grab one of their like, bandages and rip it off and see what happens. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Just nuke the whole shop. But um, exactly. yeah, it's uh, cool so far. I'm not very, like I say, I'm not very far. I expected to play a lot more than I ended up doing, but I ended up with so much stuff to catch up on yesterday mm-hmm. that I had to, I had to not yeah. just sink my whole life into it. So. I, I was exactly the same way. I'm like, all right, well, I've got four projects that need to get done. I if I start if I tell myself, you know, I'm just going to play WoW for half an hour, then I'm going to play for two hours, and I'm going to completely screw it up. So. Yeah. Um, got everything see, done. Went and hung out with Tina for a little while, and then then last night came back and played some for. Oh, nice! Really well, right? See, now here's yeah. the thing. I always say this, but I mean it this time. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to rush myself through the leveling experience. I'm going to take my freaking time. Okay. Most of the time, I get a little not FOMO, but just like this feeling that everyone's ahead of me. I got to hurry up. I got to hurry up. Everyone's there yeah. already. I'm not doing yeah. that this time. I'm going to enjoy okay. it, and I'm going to if I have an hour. That's what I got. If I have a few hours, great, I'll do that. But I'm not going to rush. I'm not going to try to pound these 10 levels into my soul like I usually do. <laughs> so that way I can enjoy it. Take it, you know. There you go. That's good. Look, at You the- know, I just want to be ready for raid when raid starts up, but but uh I'm kind of doing the same thing. I'm really I'm reading every quest more than I usually do instead of going like, yeah, 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 accept. All right, what do I need? Go get him. All right, kill right. thing. Yeah, but bring him back. All right. Yeah, Except, I'm, I'm way more interested in the arcs of the story. I'm listening to the dialogue, which yeah. thankfully oh, most of so it's so many voiced. great cutscenes too. Yeah, all that stuff's great. Uh, yeah, I want to take this one. I want to take my time with this one because here's the thing: yeah. when you get to the yeah. end game, end game's uh-huh. either good or it's bad, uh, or it's whatever, right? Like it's it's rating for some people, for other people, it's whatever other end game content sure. there's there, and sure. you'll either love it or you won't, or you'll, you'll fall off or whatever. Yeah, and maybe you'll fall quests. off, and maybe you won't fall off. And I don't plan on falling off, but if I do. At least I will have enjoyed that, you know, that mostly single player story event sort of stuff in a way that I usually don't. So I'm going to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. So F you, sure. anyone who contradicts. <laughs> Take that. Take that. All right. Oh, I have until show just as I have until January. Raids don't raid doesn't start until January. Oh, good. Okay. Plenty of time. Oh, yeah, Scott yeah. might even make it. He yeah. might even make it to raid. I'll bet I'm there by January. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like I'm not, I'm not saying I'm going to just drag my feet for six months. I'm saying... I just won't do it in a week yeah. like usually. Right. It'll probably sure. be it'll probably be about a month. But that's you know, we got we got that plus some tell raid, so it's it's fine. Mm-hmm. It'll mm-hmm. all be fine. Hey, uh Brian, you made a solo uh that is to say Han solo and the film oh. solo prediction. It wasn't like a, a prediction that I made only by myself. No, you didn't sit by yourself and say, I have a prediction and no one heard it. <laughs> uh you made a prediction. If if a Brian makes a prediction in the woods and nobody's there to hear it, does he even make a sound? I mean that's a great question, right? Well, it turns out yeah. that if as long as there's, it's on a podcast and people are listening, it does make a sound. And on uh, TMS 376, this would have been back in early 2012, I want to say. I think that's okay. right. That would be right, because if we started in, in January 2011 and doing about 20 shows a month. Yeah, it's yeah. about so right. Probably yeah, early to mid. Something like mm-hmm. that. Oh, yeah, here it is. February 7th or something of that oh, month, of that go. year. Okay. So we were about a year into our show. And um, we were, there was talk or rumblings about a Han Solo movie. Um, 
that had just started sort of happening. People were talking about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is long before any kind of casting of anybody or anything. <laughs> we just sure. weren't there yet. And at fifty at the 55 minute, 57 second mark, you made a bold prediction that listener Brian, or sorry, Richard, uh, sent to us. And he said, I can't believe I heard this. And I said, well, I'm playing this on the show. Uh, so here it is. Brian, I'm going to play that that little segment from that time. Okay. And look what you did. This is amazing. Now, remember, at the time, we had zero concept of anything. We didn't know directors, writers, right. cast, Casting, anything. Nothing, yeah. Nothing. Now, now hear this. Han Solo is a known property. We know what to do there. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. The we challenge. Want yeah. We want to see him win the uh, uh, the the Millennium Falcon in a poker game with Lando. Right. That's actually a pretty cool idea, right there. All right, now, just real quick, let me pop in. Here. I know it's not. I know it's not poker. <laughs> but still, no, not even that. You, that to me is a early prediction already. That's you saying, "Hey, we want to right. see that game," and you did. You get it in that movie. You totally so, get it. Yeah. So you made two predictions without even knowing you made one of them. One of them was that. <laughs> yes, we got to see that. All right. So that's number one. Maybe that was a safe prediction. I don't know, but still notable. All right. Here's the here's the big part. Yeah. Who would play Lando? Let's cast that. Um, Donald Glover from Community. <laughs> Brian, off the cuff, out of nowhere, (laughs) out of nowhere, out of nothing other than your love of community, which I think was even still going in 2012. It was definitely still going in 2012. Yeah. (laughs) You called it, dude. Wow. I didn't even throw out other names before that. It's funny. All right, cool. In fact, it sounded throwaway. Do I ever say I'd like Phoebe Waller-Bridge to play a robot or, or I hope we find out. Why the Millennium Falcon has a little cutout in the front of it? <laughs> yeah, none of that. You didn't do any of those, but you uh, but you nailed the casting. And I just uh, when he sent that in, I just thought, "Holy crap, we're playing this on the show!" So well done. That's cool. If anyone out there knows of any other you know bright eyed predictions we made on the show and had them come true, uh, let us know. You yeah, like uh, like I'd like uh, somebody to to find out that that I was actually. The inspiration, the reason that Donald Glover got hired to play that that role. That'd be cool, <laughs> wouldn't it? That is like, oh, hey, that's a pretty good idea. Let me look, go let my friend over at Lucasfilm know, and we'll get it all set up. Who wrote that movie at first? Is because uh, it changed. It was Lord, Lord and Miller, right? The oh was, yes, they right. started and then they, right, they were it did directed. Get changed, and, yes, and then they got mm-hmm. booted because somebody wasn't happy. Like Kathleen Kennedy had a bad day or something, and so they all just <laughs> right, left. Exactly. And then they got uh, Ron Howard in there to clean it up. And uh, right. so who knows, maybe in that scrum, in that mess, somebody said, you know, maybe I got this podcast I listened to and I heard this guy named Brian Ibbett. He had a suggestion. We should call <laughs> Donald Glover on the phone. You know, that guy on community that does the Troy and Abed thing. Yeah, he'd be great. Put him he'd in. He'd be great. He's a little childish. I'm going to go let him know about that. Oh, well, he <laughs> likes to gamble. So when he's... did the when did the childish Gambino alter ego start? I have no idea. That's when my that's when Nick started loving him. Was when he started mm-hmm. rapping him, or when he started rapping. But I don't know when that was. When did that happen? Yeah. I wonder. Hold on. Childish yeah. Gambino started. Okay. Uh, here we go. Uh, this says here, Childish Gambino. Okay. Uh, um, t- uh, 20, 2013. Oh really? It wow. Says. So this was even pre Childish Gambino. Uh, I mean, he was probably. He was probably, you know, rapping and stuff before that, but hadn't come up with the alter ego yet, maybe. It was know. called Because the Internet. Was that the name of the album, I think? Maybe. Uh, let's see. Wait a minute. Let's make sure I have this right. 
Oh, he did a mixtape uh, called Poindexter in 2009. Okay. When he did use that name. Oh, he did uh, use the name Childish Gambino. Okay, so that's when the genesis of the name was. Yeah. Um, okay, three years before that. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, so it looks like 09. So it's been, you know, he's had, he's, he's had it. He's been, at, he's been at it for a while, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 This is America. <laughs> All right. Anyway, that's cool. Thank cool. you for that, Richard. That is cool. Thanks, Richard. Wow. Yeah. Any more of you guys bump into weird stuff like that? The morning stream at gmail.com is the email address you can use. I imagine there's a ton of it on TMA or on uh, FilmSack that we haven't um, realized yet. That, that'll that'll happen when some of these reboots that we were talking about, you know, the way they should reboot such and such is by doing da 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 da. Oh, right. Because we're doing movies. And of course, movies are the yeah. things that always get the uh, updates. Yeah. That's true. When Disney finally does their first Fantastic Four movie, it needs to be done in kind of like a 50s sci-fi science team kind of thing. Yep. Guys, write that down right now. Write that down. We've talked write about it, it before, down. but write it we down. We did. Again. We said that years ago. So, yeah. we, But just we write it down wait. now, and that way you can all refer to it. Here's the thing, though. Yeah. like We are hitting that threshold that things like The Simpsons do. Everyone always says, ah, The Simpsons did that back in whatever. Mm-hmm. And they're like, hey, they predicted Trump's presidency. And sure enough, there was an episode where Trump was president, mm-hmm. which was like in 05 or something. Yeah, and there was really, uh, yeah. uh, a whole bunch of stuff like that. The Simpsons got this huge list of things that they said or did that ended up coming true. And people think, ooh, wow. Well, really, it's just volume, right? Exactly. We throw a lot of crap at the wall. And if one piece sticks, yeah, you, it's- then... Uh- <laughs> <laughs> if one piece sticks, then... There you have it. It's no, but for real, like it, it seems like the more we yeah. say things, the more we're just going to get lucky. That's all it is. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But I'm giving you that one. Just Donald Glover off the cuff. Freaking nailed it. <laughs> That's pretty cool. I love yeah, it. That's pretty good. Nice. All right. Check this out. I need a, I have a dream to interpret. Ready? Okay. All right. Here. I had a dream is, what I'm, is how I start. I <laughs> dreamed a dream. Here is my dream. Uh, okay. So. I've had plenty of dreams in my life where stuff gets broken and it's stressful in the dream, like uh, a car crashes or a building collapses or, you know, stuff like that. Um, But this was this dream was weird because it was like real life had software problems. And I'll explain. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So imagine you're. uh, Well, I'll give you one of the cases in the dream. For some reason, I was building like a supercar, like a uh, like sports car, kind of like a you know how all um, all the Ferraris are hand built, right? That's the whole thing with those things. And it was like that. We were we were hand building this this Ferrari type car. Probably got into my head because of Kim watching that freaking exactly. Paul Hollywood well, we thing. were also talking about uh, Kim's love of sports cars and mm-hmm. being a car aficionado and stuff like yeah. that. So totally makes sense. Yeah, watching pa- Paul Hollywood put his sticky Baker hands right, on right. That's what it was. Yes, yeah. gross. Anyway, how come this Ferrari has a soggy bottom? Yeah, this sponge <laughs> in the engine is no good. <laughs> anyway, so uh, in this dream, we're building this supercar. There were other examples in the dream, but this is the one that sticks out the most. And we get like halfway done with it. So the frame's in, um, whatever you do with cars. And the dream, it made sense. Now I couldn't tell you what I put together. But, you know, we're building a car. Okay, sure. And then it froze, meaning the process of <sighs> like, building the car. Like it was buffering. <laughs> yeah, kind of like that, except it was more like a computer hang, like a not even spinny beach ball level, like locked up. And you couldn't do anything. So everything is frozen. If there was a tire half on, it's just remaining hanging there half on. Uh, and if you tried to push it, it would go nowhere. So imagine a frozen right. computer screen, but in real life, all the objects that you're working on can't move. And as a result, because we forgot to save 
th- again, this is happening in the dream. We forgot to save our progress on the car. <laughs> we had to reboot. Okay. Right. And because we rebooted, we all fingers crossed, like, oh, maybe this will restore it if we reboot it. Nope, we had to start over. Clean slate at the beginning. We had to build the car all over again. That was the dream. Over and over, different objects. Wow. It was a, wow. It was like oh, a that's house. hilarious. It's like a house so- and a boat and this and this car and like all these different things in a row. You'd get like 80% done. It would crash. And then I wouldn't have a backup and or save. And don't ask me why that's coming from, but maybe I'm am, I'm am asking you where that's coming from. What do you think that means? <laughs> well, that's I was just going to ask you. Uh, and th- it's funny that you say that because that happened to me yesterday where I was working on an ad for, um, I won't say what it's for, but I was working on an ad and I had done all these modifications to the ad. That it was the second proof and it was making some changes that the client wanted. It's really funny how, yeah, <laughs> clients... Clients, you know, well, we'd like to simplify the ad. So can you fit all 12 of these new things we'd like to add into mm. a smaller space, please, yeah. than you did with the original ad? Because we'd like to make it simpler. That sounds right. Yeah. This anyway, tracks. so I'm in the process of making uh, changes to it. And uh, Photoshop, new Photoshop, Big Sur, whatever, whatever the weird combination is, it just quits. Mm. And normally Photoshop is great. You open it back up and you've got five documents up that all say file name dash recovered and you get a chance to save all those mm-hmm. like it automatically uh caches auditions the same and i love it it's like if i have an yeah. audition show crash or whatever and i never lose the raw audio it's always there it's so. it's great for whatever reason it did not have a recoverable version of the file i was working on Ugh. so it's kind of funny and then i just it just kind of ingrains every once in a while when that happens your brain says oh yeah all right save every once in a while and you you're fine for like six months of doing that where it's like your your brain just says oh yeah save save sure. save sure. so what's funny is is that that happened to me yesterday but somehow it ended up in your dream did that happen at all to you yesterday where no i had no so- you- i had no software crashes yesterday or during the week or even while i was gone like i had no like weird Cats. glitches like that. Maybe I fear them. Oh, you know what? Okay, now we're on to something. Yeah, I'm holding right. off until the ma- the first major security patch on putting Big Sur on things. Oh, are you? Okay, good. Probably and a I, smart idea. I do mm-hmm. that because every time there's always something I forget. Like I'm hearing from yeah. most of the pe- all, most of the stuff I use, like uh, Rogue Amoeba, they're all like, yep, we're good. Big Sur set, set to go. All your yeah. versions are good. All my productivity stuff I use, the Adobe stuff I use, all of it is supposed to be set and ready to rock. No problem. But it always never fails. I'll do it and go, oh, my FTP client isn't isn't this. Or some other small thing I forget I use every day. But then yep. when I need it, I'm screwed. And so I decided this time to do the Tom Merritt method, which is wait until first big patch and then do it. Um, and so maybe I'm just feeling anxious about that. Because whenever there is a big, massive OS change on any mm-hmm. f- platform, Windows, Mac, whatever, phones, I just get nervous. Uh, that something bad's gonna, something south's gonna happen because it's good because yeah. it's bit me in the butt before. So maybe I'm just in. So that you mode. were thinking about that. That was yeah. like ingrained in your head. You were, you were, yeah, totally could be. I think that's it. I think, I think you got me there, dude. You're like a, I'm on your couch. <laughs> you got like a, you got like a mustache and glasses and writing stuff down. <laughs> no, tell me a little bit more about your mother. <laughs> tell me about your mother. Was she naked in front of you very often? <laughs> Excellent. Yes. Anyway, you did All it. Right. So well done. I think we've got it. All right. That's why my 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 reboot. But it was an annoying dream and I was frustrated the whole time. And every time it happened, I was irritated. And most of the time I would wake up during the crash and then have to go back to sleep. And then another one would happen. Like, get me. I just want to sleep. 
Yeah. Plus the dog oh, was all farty in that tonight again. Oh, okay, so I got to tell you that story. This is pretty funny. <laughs> Dog's all farty. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. You think you you touched on this yesterday in the show? Yeah. I did briefly. And in my opinion, I think you covered it. But uh, let's see if there's more that we can. Well, suss I think out it about. was post show. So for the folks who oh, aren't patrons okay. and you right. didn't get this comment or this content, here's here's the full skinny. Uh, the day we got home. Oh, is that right? Sunday. Hold on. No, I'm sorry. Is that right? You got back Saturday because we recorded Sunday morning. Oh, that's right. We got back Saturday. So this actually happened Sunday because it affected us Sunday night. Uh, yesterday morning is where we had the problem. Okay. So mm-hmm. here's what happened. Carter found some boiled eggs that she found in the fridge. And it's widely accepted that a boiled egg is once in a while a nice treat for a dog because they love them and they got good protein and it's it's just fine. But these were older eggs. Not so old that the, you know, they were reeking that up they the were rotten. Yeah, sure. But old enough to be like, eh, I don't know if I'd want to eat those. They've been in there for like three weeks or something. <laughs> but it's fine giving it to the dog. Yeah, give it to the dog. So Carter gave the dog each a uh, one of these. Now, Rainer had no problem with it. Um, but Rainer's got a stomach of steel and also, I don't know, she's just weird. She just is, mm-hmm. she holds it all in. Tired she's fine. Yeah. Uh, Boomer, on the other hand, this Weimaraner puppy... Or not Boomer, uh, uh, Ripley. Sorry, Boomer's next dog and not here right now. Uh, Ripley is is all kinds of weird gut sensitive in her puppy stages. I don't know why, but she just is. So we finally that's got just a food that's, for puppy. They haven't really developed their like their ability to eat anything. That's a good point. <laughs> that's a good point. That's a good point. She's yeah. probably just you know I don't know. We just need to give her some time, like all the dogs get when they're when they're yeah. young. Yeah, and she's. Uh, she did not take well to the egg. Let's put it that way. She ate the okay. egg, and whether it was because it was old or just different or whatever, uh, 1.30 in the morning, we go check on her. Mm-hmm. Kim goes out there. I didn't even hear the first one. Goes out there, lets her out, takes a big old watery dump. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Comes back in, sleeps, and Kim thinks, cool, we're good for the night. Nope, 4 a.m. We go let her out again. Another horrible nightmarish trip to the backyard put her back to sleep uh two more two more poops later still just a running mess oh. happy as a lark though you know jumping around woo, yeah just eating whatever she wants well once she once she's once <laughs> she's empty she's happy yeah a lark. she never yeah. once she goes she's good but she never she's not like sick sick or anything she's just you know mm-hmm. got the grumbly guts or whatever so today i'm happy to report that she is uh producing normal uh, regular old, you know, gigantic dur- Duraflame logs. <laughs> and everything's good, and yeah. she's fine. So don't give your dogs eggs unless you know they're okay with yeah. the eggs. Or uh, you're at a puppy stage. Eggs are going to make, I'd say eggs are going to make 80% of dogs farty because <laughs> yeah. they're eggs. Yeah, that's true. And Rainer's probably farty, but she... 80% of uh, dogs. Rainer holds it in, so I, for all I know, she's a farty mess too, but she just doesn't, mm-hmm. she doesn't let it out. But uh, yeah. yeah, so I'm just saying, be careful, watch yourselves. Carter learned a hard lesson. And now sometime today, you know what I should do while everything's frozen? It's like 20 degrees. I should go out and clean up all the poop now because then it's just like, you know, frozen goods out there. It's like hard. Yeah. Little, little uh, crystalline entities that you can just uh, pick up and, yeah. and toss into the If bucket. I wait until yeah. it's 50 this afternoon, eh, ain't nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. <laughs> all right. Well, that's uh, that's where yeah. we're at today. <laughs> <laughs> 
Aren't yeah, we good? got we have snow on the ground right now, so we couldn't even find the poops if we wanted to. Oh, how's uh, two two inches, one or two inches going on right now? It's actually snowing, like falling now. Snowing, yeah, it's falling right now. And uh, what's cool is it's going to be fifty something tomorrow, so all this will be gone, and we might get some more flurries on Thanksgiving. So it's like it's a uh, white today, green tomorrow, white Thursday. Let's see, high of forty three here in Salt Lake City, partly cloudy, currently thirty five degrees. Uh, humidity 67, 67%, which is high for us, and two mile per hour winds. No sign of snow until uh, never. There's no forecast. For snow. <laughs> not even on the, not even in the seven day forecast. Not the no. ten day forecast. I've heard from some meteorologist, somebody, somebody say that we're supposed to get low snow this year, like a. Uh, Oh really? Record levels of of less snow. Yeah, because we already had kind of a um, already had kind of a drought situation going on all spring and summer here for us. So hopefully, yeah, yeah. same here. I mean, we usually do the we, we, our entire state and other states that we sell the stuff to require mm-hmm. relies on runoff from the winter sure. before, and so you know Slow all that goes to water. California. Oh, those bastards are free, freaking Phoenix. You don't deserve any Tor- more water. Exactly, you mooches. Oh, my gosh. Arizona, you're not even supposed to have people there. You should be all lizards and snakes. <laughs> That's right. What are you we doing? should just be using Arizona's storage. <laughs> <laughs> just keep it all warm down there. Like that room off of, the, uh, off of the basement that you just put stuff in. It's just storage. Sure, why not? Why the heck not? All right. Well, we've done all we can do there. It's time for the news. It's the news, and it's brought to you by... Speaking of farty, too many beans! Yeah, I ate a lot of black-eyed peas last night. And Ooh. Not, and they were very good. Can't not the make... restaurant black-eyed peas. No, but, no, no. Uh... no. Not the band, either. Not the... Uh... Oh, yeah, you're right. Yes. Yeah, not them. <laughs> but the black-eyed peas that Kim makes are amazing, and therefore I eat too many of them. So right now I'm a little bloated on the on the beans. But uh, cool. I guess technically they're... Well, they're a bean, right? The black-eyed pea? I don't know. I know that they're they're. I'm pretty sure they're a legume. Can we say? Can we agree that they're a legume? I think they're in that family. Let's see here. Black-eyed peas. Wikipedia. Tell me what I need to know. Here we go. Black-eyed peas or black-eyed bean. Oh, interesting. Is a legume? Okay. So you're right about the legume. Grown around the world uh, for its medium-sized edible bean. It's a subspecies of the cow pea. <laughs> An old world domesticated uh, bean in Africa, and is sometimes simply called a cow pea. All right. Well. All right, there we go. Get and, a big uh, bowl of cow pee. And certainly uh, just not the same since Will I Am left. No, really. I mean, he yeah. Will yeah. He Was is his new name. Will He Was. Yeah. <laughs> I will not eat them. Where did he will go? What, what happened there? I missed all that. Went drama. solo. Just oh. went solo. Okay. Has he, uh, I mean, I think, I think Black Eyed Peas is like a, it's a project that people can come in and out of kind of thing, right? So Fergie pops back in every once in a while and... But I think I think App D App and Taboo are your permanent fixtures in the Black Eyed Peas because they have. I don't think they've got anything else going on but looking menacing at the camera. That's true. And Fergie, does she do her own music or is she just? But what does she do? Is she yeah, uh, she's done solo stuff. Okay, lots of solo stuff. I mean, her London Bridge is falling down, like London, London, London. Oh yeah, that is her. You know that one. Okay. And her humps. I'm just used to her. Uh, one of those might have been a Black Eyed Peas song that she just. Did all the vocals on, so I'm assuming it's a solo. But one of those is definitely solo. One of those is a is a black eyed piece. I don't know gotcha. which is which. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, well, I come every time to come around. Oh, she's anyway. also in a band called the Wild Orchids. Oh, really? Wait a minute, studio albums. 
Oh no, that's an album called Wild Orchid. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And she's been solo doing that album. since like '97, so it's not like she's yeah. new to the solo scene. All right. Well. No. Every no. time she looks around, turn around. Every time, I, how she say that? Every time. Every time. How come every time you come around my London, London Bridge, want to go down? Like London, London, London. <laughs> I think that's how that goes. I still, I swear to God, I still don't know. I've, I'm so uncool because I can't figure out what the the bridge is a reference to. Yeah, like I'm looking for the the either metaphor and or euphemism, and I, I don't know what it is. I can't. Yeah. I can't place it. Like, what is what is the bridge in the sentence? Yeah. What is that? What is is it the? <laughs> what are you talking about, Talia? That's not Hollaback Girl. No, that's it sounds song. a lot like Hollaback Girl. But yeah. it's not all of that girl. No, no, we know that one. That's got what's her name that doesn't age. In it. His bananas, B E N A N A S. <laughs> she's our age, you know. What's her name? Uh, Gwen Stefani. Yeah, yeah, she's our yeah. age. She is. Guess who? Guess like, who doesn't look our age though? Gwen Stefani. No kidding. Yeah. She's freaking permanently gorgeous. That's she's, not she is uh, Benjamin Benjamin buttoning basically is what she's doing. Oh my gosh. She's that's looking why she... like younger and younger every yep. <laughs> the... once once she got out of the bush, she uh... <laughs> <laughs> after she got bushwhacked, she was done. Right, exactly. Yes. <laughs> Who's she with now? It's uh, uh... she's with uh, the guy the guy from the voice. Uh oh, right. Uh not Adam. Countryman McGillicuddy. Yeah, the country guy. Uh, yes, tattoo. He's he's got the tattoos. He's uh, Blake Shelton. Thank you. There you go. <laughs> I was gonna say Blintz Gilligan. <laughs> Good old Blintz Gilligan. Uh, all right, let's do this. First oh man, story. I know Zoe. I do know the the nursery rhyme. London Bridge is falling down. I mean, that's that's the that's that reference. Yeah. But there's a sexual reference that she's making in that song that I just can't figure out. Like she's, you know, uh, the bridge. WAP, WAP is pretty much you can figure that out just from <laughs> from go. But why? What are the London bridges that are falling down on Fergie that happen every time you come around? Yeah. What is that? London. The bridges. Something to do with a taint. I don't know. <laughs> I mean that's a bridge, right? Totally, it is a bridge. A bridge not, too far. Not to yes. be indelicate here, but you know we all have a little bit of a bridge going down there. Just <laughs> part of part of life, part of the anatomy. People are saying that it's her underpants. Okay, really? Oh, that's really? It? Those are her bridges. Maybe she means huh. britches. Maybe her teeth, like the bridge. Maybe she's got a bridge in her, her teeth. Teeth fall out. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Whenever you come around, my upper my uppers all fall out. <laughs> the bridge in my mouth falls down. That's great. That's great. <laughs> I like that answer better than any of the other oh my possibilities. God. That's great. All right. All right. Check this out. Uh, this is such a Russian story. I love it. Uh, but also, you know, I feel a little bad for the people, but not that bad. Uh, seven people are dead after drinking hand sanitizer at a party in Russia. <sighs> Russia, what are you doing? First, you're drinking landfill vodka. Yeah. And now you're drinking hand sanitizer. I mean, would, would it be hard to tell the difference if you watered down some hand sanitizer and made it real thin? Would You could probably fool people into thinking it was vodka, right? Um. Well, and you could make them think it's some, some sort of like moonshine still liquor thing. I think vodka for me has got a pretty recognizable flavor. I don't know. I've never tasted hand sanitizer. Me neither. This, this kind of really turns me off of the whole uh, <laughs> prospect of, of tasting hand sanitizer. I did accidentally taste rubbing alcohol once. Have I ever told you oh, about did that? did you really? Yeah. No. Uh-uh. I'll tell you how that happened. So 
um, doing it, you know, the little cotton, not cotton balls. They're like that, but they're like little pads. Yeah, and, right. Um, like you use for women, use them for taking makeup off and stuff like yeah, that. And that some kind of, men that use kind it for pad. taking makeup sure. off too. No judgment. Sure. You guys no do judgment. what you do. It's fine. No problem. Uh, but yeah, like I was dabbing it for something. Something needed alcohol. I don't remember what the deal was. Yeah. And I, the way I tipped that thing back up, I kind of went boop and a drop droplet went bloop, out of the thing and hit me right in the mouth. And I went, bloop, 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 bloop. I tasted it. Ugh. Yeah, Ugh. I didn't like it. But I was uh, germ free for the rest of the imagine. day. Ugh. Yeah, <laughs> didn't affect me none. No, it's kind of like uh, when I eat winter green flavored gum. I always say this stupid joke. I've said it since I was fourteen. I'm not kidding. This stupid joke okay. comes out of my mouth okay. every time. I go, ah, oh, that tastes like Pepto Bismol. But you know, my stomach feels better. I do that every <laughs> time. My wife hates it. My kids hate it. My mom hates it. Everyone hates it. That's yet I, funny. Yet I continue. <gasps> yeah, Lua for real says, "Oh, that's a, there's alcohol in there. You had alcohol, Scott." Oh, that's yeah, but I haven't drank it. That's not drinking it. It never. It just a drop. It doesn't count. <laughs> I've also had like fermented peaches by accident. That doesn't count Listen, either. I was with you at Holstein's in Las Vegas. Yeah. Uh, for a TMS, no, it wasn't even a TMS. It was like a very early TMS thing, but wasn't one of our official TMS Vegas meetup things. It was where we all got together and and uh, had pizza. On the third floor of the Cosmopolitan, we kind of took over that oh, that yeah. lounge area, yeah. and then we went to Holstein's afterwards. And uh, Tina ordered a boozy milkshake, and you and Kim both had a sip of it. I thought it was Randy's Captain Crunch one. I tasted. Oh, maybe I'm sorry. It was. It was Randy's boozy Captain Crunch milkshake. That's but, what it was. I could not get over this idea that they were. You wanted to have the flavor of old soggy cereal for a shake. I just couldn't get over it. I'm like, I need I'm to taste this. So yes, mm-hmm. you're right. I did taste that. Yep. Uh, so if we're talking about tasting, like occasional, like oh, it's you know, yes, those <laughs> that's happened. It is the equivalent of the well, I tried pot, but I didn't inhale kind of thing. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, like never in a quantity of any, you know, drinking it versus tasting it. I think are two very different things. That's like so, uh, but a shot would be too much. But apparently, like a half a shot. <laughs> I mean, the, as far as that sh- that shake went, I probably had yeah. the equivalent, you like an eighth of a, like even a, like an eighth of a shot, if that. Whatever the volume of a penny is, that's what I had. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was I don't minor. think it counts. So I no. tasted that. Uh, All right, okay, I'll give you that. Is it? But if but if I ever, uh, it's probably more the equivalent of well, I went to a concert and I smelled the people smoking pot around me, and I felt a little bit of a buzz, a contact high from that. But I haven't really, I haven't taking any yeah, drugs there's a, yeah, kind there of that go. equivalent there you go yeah. except i don't even get the buzz the only buzz ever came was from that one in mexico which was <laughs> virgin pina colada yeah and it's not people in the chat are like welcome to hell sinner it's not a it's not a sinner <laughs> that's not my reason i have to, i have two no. reasons one i think it smells a, bad and i'm not street. interested that's number yeah. one and number two yeah. i have a record going it's the record yeah. now that pre- that pushes me on, like my barf record, my drink record, mm-hmm. my smoking record. In the smoking case, I've never s- smoked a thing. So I'm why start now? I got a record going. Got a record. Why break the record? Yeah, I have so few chances to have records. These are my records. St. Peter greets you at the gate. He's going to say, oh, nice job on the record. Yeah, uh, good job. Uh, you here's, did, uh, yeah. here's a plushie. And... Uh, <laughs> yeah. If you hit the clown three times, we'll upgrade it to a uh, larger plushie. 
Oh, uh, what does the, that clown look like in heaven, though? What's that look like? <laughs> it looks like uh, it's really uh, uh, Gacy, John Wayne Gacy. Just <laughs> oh, John Wayne Gacy clown, and it's actually his head. Yeah. He has to take the punches. Right? <laughs> that's right, exactly. Oh, that's <laughs> good. I like to think that hell. See, this is a fun thing. What a what a great tangent this is from drinking hand sanitizer. It is a fun tangent. If you're look, I want hell to be things like bad jobs in heaven. That's what I want hell to be. Oh, right. Okay. So, you know so you actually, like, you, you live down in hell, but you work in heaven, but you're, like, working on, like, you know, cleaning the urine out of the... Uh, uh, yes. <laughs> the, wor- the worst jobs. <laughs> like, in heaven, you can go... The bathroom can, or something like that. Yes. In okay. heaven, you can go to big basketball games in a giant arena, okay? Mm-hmm. And the better you uh-huh. were in life, the better your seats are. The better your seats are? Okay. Yeah. I love and it. if you were really bad... You're on the teams that are playing on a hot lava floor. So you got like Hitler uh, passing the ball to freaking, you know, Jeffrey Dahmer, who uh, goes in for a layup, but then gets it misses. And the, and the rebound is, uh, uh, you know, <laughs> who, whoever, whatever evil thing you want. They have sure, to sure. play the game and they have to do it on lava. They have to do it for an eternity. Like they have the bad jobs, but it's in heaven. It's just shitty jobs they're not in some separate yeah. place that's what i want i gotta like that okay all right this is great all right anyway <laughs> seven people have died <laughs> in russia at a party seven people died from drinking hand sanitizer after the party they were in ran out of alcohol so they were just sauced and went we need more give us more what else you have in house uh, it is understood some uh some nine people began drinking the antiseptic wash which is 69 percent methanol uh, two oh, men, wow. aged 27 and 59, as well as a 40-year-old woman, were the first to die. Six others were urgently flown to a medical evacuation uh, aircraft, er, in that aircraft to a hospital in the city of Yakutsk. Y- Yakutsk. Yakutsk. Isn't that, I think that's a, um, Yakutsk. that's an area you want in the game of risk. Is it? <laughs> Is it? <laughs> I feel like, I feel like, the, I feel the, like that's the way, I, the reason I know that. That's really a risk space. Are you telling me that that's what that is? That's amazing. If that I, or, is. or I'm thinking of a different. Yeah, it's in the uh, Urals. That's great. Um. That's great. <laughs> Some of the chat's confirming. Tally says, "Yeah, that's that's how she yeah. knows." Others are saying it's, that. Yeah, that's, there are twelve areas in. Oh, there are twelve areas in Asia. Oh, did you play a lot of Risk? I did, and I I kind of can't stand it now. But back in the day, I loved it when when I was a kid. We played it all the time. So and it certainly leave. won't be any time soon because you're thinking about it now. Yeah. But I'm smelling a Babel Royale. Oh, risk countries. Oh, it's been so long, dude. Yeah. I'd have to study. Well, some up. of these are guessable. Yeah, that's uh, true. Some of them aren't so bad. And I always I always remember being like even playing it. I'd be like, oh, some of these names in the far reaches are so weird. Mm-hmm, but I'd mm-hmm. be very comfortable in North America, South America, all that it was no big deal. So we'll see. But uh, my my friend Andrew has a very funny story about this. He he played Risk a lot as well when he was younger. And he yeah. told me this story where um, he and a bunch of friends were doing fireworks in an empty field, like shooting fireworks mm-hmm. around. You're not supposed mm-hmm. to do that here. It's super fire hazardy and all yeah, that. Yeah, field. <laughs> Just imagine a lot of dry grass in that field that can sit on fire. But Yeah, we're a western state. With dry climate, yeah. you're not yes. supposed to do that. So they're out there screwing around. It wasn't even like 4th of July time either. It was like fireworks they got in Wendover or something and brought them home. And uh, we're firing them off in that field. And one of them sparked a fire. 
and a pretty big one at that. It started to go, just get real big. So instead of like, quick, go get the authorities, quick, you know, someone get a parent, let's, you know, whatever we got to do. They thought the way to handle this was to run back to one of their friend's house, run downstairs, quickly set up a board and put a bunch of risk pieces all over the place. And then when the fire people would come, based on the call from somebody else, yeah, and they came around looking for who did this, their excuse would be, oh, we've been down here playing risk the whole time. <laughs> it's like a built-in built in alibi. Yeah. Because risk- we know how long a game of risk takes, yeah. so there's no possible way. Yeah, and I just thought, dude, I mean, I understand when you're 12 or 13, you're an idiot, right? You don't think of these things. Yeah. But still, what an what a irresponsible civic move to make set a fire that could it didn't thankfully but could have spread real bad destroyed homes acres of land out where he was all that stuff could have been horrible and their solution was cheese it it's the cops go back to the house and play risk and pretend we've been here for hours because risk takes forever to play so weird (laughs) you never and i don't i don't know if anyone ever i don't know if any authorities or parents or anyone ever found out but that was that was their deal anyway Back to the sanitizer. Poisoning took place as a result of drinking the stuff, said the regional state prosecutor. Authorities in Russia are, are again pleading with locals to refrain from drinking hand sanitizer, a thing probably no one ever thought they'd have to do. So don't drink it, you yeah. dummies. Yeah, I would, wouldn't expect that... Uh, like them. Wouldn't expect that anyone would ever think to do that, but uh, now we have to Now we have to put another label on the apple pie. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Make sure people understand what's going on there. That's right. Exactly. Brian, I got a music story for you. I know you like those. I do. And I like this one a lot. Well, you and I are both Rush fans growing up and still to this day, Rush is pretty great. Absolutely. Uh, Neil Peart, who passed away uh, recently. Was it last year? 2019? I think so. 2019, I believe. Yeah. Uh, Arguably the greatest drummer ever to live. I I would actually make that argument. I think he's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know there's others, but he's... It's pretty damn good. Anyway, Neil Peart's 2112 uh, drummer kit is heading to auction. So get out your wallets. Uh, it's owned or was owned by late dr- uh, Rush drummer Neil Pert. Played both on stage and in the studio between 74 and 77. It is now heading to an auction. The kit is expected to bring in somewhere between $80,000 and $120,000 as part of Bonham's online music memorabilia sale scheduled mm-hmm. between 20, the 23rd of this month and December 9th. When they say Bonhams, that's a that's that's like I'm a, wondering about John Bonham. Is that does he is he was know. he somehow connected to this? Because he's not. No. Um, uh, maybe it's just anymore, the name but of is the, this like connected to him to to his family or his estate? This could just be the name of the auctioneer company. Or the auction know. place. If so, that's a great. Uh, yeah, that's a great connection. Another uh, notorious. Oh, okay, Lennonade says, yeah, Bonhams is a long-lasting auction house, like oh, Sotheby's okay. and stuff like that. So, okay, that bummer, sense. I was really hoping it would be related to his estate, like a, like a, you know, the, the Bonham memorial music auction thing. Yeah, that would have been cool. By this, the way, do you, do you, oh, go ahead. This should go to somebody. I mean, I feel like, I don't want this to get bought by some jackanape like, um, Oh, like who is that supervillain we had a couple years ago who uh, bought the Wu Tang Clan album, and he's oh. the one who jacked up the prices on the the EpiPens. The biotech um, bro guy, um, Shrekelli, Shrelly, Martin Shrelly, Martin yeah. Shrelly. Yeah, he's in play, he's in prison still, and I don't think he has. He's the in money, prison. But, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't want to see it get beaten, uh, picked up by that guy. I want to see that guy get beaten, but I don't want to see. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think that happened. I want to see these drums get beat. <laughs> Wasn't there a story about him getting his A kicked in prison or something? There was something going oh, on. Oh, I hope so. I hope so. He kind of deserves it. But I'd love to see this go to somebody like, God, I don't know, who, uh, uh, Zach Starkey or Dave Grawl. Oh, Dave Grawl's the oh, perfect yeah. person for it to go to, right? Yeah, that should go to him. Yeah. I'm voting for your for that. That's a pretty good idea. Yeah. Let's just good see job, if there's any Palmer's news did, here did. about uh Oh, there's a brand new Okay, so the company Retrofin, which was the was the company he founded. The one that he yeah, that did all the price jacking. Yeah, it's still around and it's rebranded itself as Traverse Therapeutics because they don't <laughs> want to be associated with that dude anymore. Oh, good. Yeah. Um, let's see. They've Disconnect re- from that Jack and Ape. Yeah, he's the he's the. I worst. like that phrase. I'm gonna just keep using it all day long. Jack and Ape. He was oh four days ago. He was moved to federal prison in New Jersey. I don't know why he was moved, but just got to keep up with the guy. You know, find out what's going on with that dick. Because <laughs> he's the worst. All right. Uh, yes. Anyway, where was I? Oh, Neil Pert's drum kit. The kit will bring that much money in if somebody buys it. Pearl, uh, per, uh, Pert, who joined the band in uh, July 29th, 1974. Replaced original drum, drummer John Rutsey. You were probably aware of that. I wasn't. Yeah, before, right, when it was just Lifeson and and uh, Getty Lee and, right. I did not know there was a drummer before Pert. So we, I didn't know until we covered Rush for Soundography. Oh, well, there you <laughs> go. See, we're all learning today, uh, sometime. Yeah. <laughs> the kit became a staple of the drummer lyrics, uh, lyricist during his years with the lineup. He used it to record his first three studio albums with the group. Uh, 1975's Fly By Night and Careless, uh, or sorry, Caress of Steel. Caress of Steel. 1976's yeah. 2112. He also played it in during Russia's three-night stand in Toronto's Massey Hall, where they recorded their first live LP, 76's All the World's a Stage. Hmm. So if you want it, get it. Yeah. You uh, better have a lot of money. Yes. Also, another story about music. I love this one. Jeez. This I saw, somebody <laughs> tweeted this to us. I want to say it was... Um, I, I didn't get their name either, but you're right. We did. And uh, when I read just the headline, I thought, how is this even possible? It's... Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's pretty crazy. It sounds like Mad Libs, honestly. It um, does. When you hear this headline. So here's the headline. Sex Pistols star Johnny Rotten bitten by a flea after rescuing squirrels. <laughs> and where was he bitten, Scott? At least... I can't I can't do his thing. How does he how does it was that he did that cool techno song with um Ah hold on Johnny was well, his uh, public image limited stuff is uh There it is. Uh, Sunglow Steve sent this to us. Was that okay good Credit This is not a love song <laughs> that stuff uh, uh oh it's left field that's what it was. Song. Johnny Johnny Lydon and Left Field made a song called Open Up and I'm only going to play a tiny piece of it. Oh, here we go. Like that's that's gonna keep the wolves at bay. That's a true. We're probably in trouble for this. Let's see. Let me let me see if I can just do a taste. No, let's skip that song. Here we go. Do you know that song? That um, out? yeah, I think I'm sure I I'm sure I've heard it. I don't recognize it. He's just in the background going. That is his claim to fame. Anyway. Uh, so here's the deal. The rocker, the rocker, they call him in this thing. is terrible. Yeah, he's in the rocker now. Sure. 
<laughs> he got attacked <laughs> by. He's he's in. Yeah, exactly. He got attacked by small parasitic bugs, which have left itchy bites all over his body, including including his nether regions. That's mm. where his penis and scrotum are. Yes. Uh, he said, I looked down there this morning at my willy, and there's an effing b- flea bite on it. And there's another one inside of my leg. Uh, I've got a bite on the (laughs) The willy (laughs) The willy (laughs) I want to destroy He says John, age 64, endured the flea bites After he befriended a bunch of squirrels At his Venice Beach home in Los Angeles And said he's taken to smothering himself In Vaseline to ease the discomfort Because he doesn't want to blame the poor squirrels uh, he added the bites. Na- uh, wow, they last night was murder because of it. The itching too. It's such a poxy thing to get caught left out on. What? Caught out on? It's such a poxy thing to get caught out on. Yeah, Is- like like uh, um, a poxy thing you cut out. Like basically, I think he's saying it's such a uh, a minuscule thing to have happen to to cause so much problem oh, wimpy, okay yeah i get it poxy wimpy yeah. that may okay very very british uh, yeah. thing to say yeah very punk british to say yes, he says exactly. um i'm not going to blame the poor squirrels uh so i put vaseline on my legs i just hope they don't get the wrong idea okay <laughs> i think i have the wrong idea of what he means I don't yeah know who's either. but he's not who, who I hope they don't get the wrong idea. Oh, the squirrels. Okay. The squirrels. No, who's who's he saying that they he's don't get the he's wrong saying, idea? I think he's saying the squirrels, and he's saying it because he's got Vaseline on his legs. So, ergo, he's saying, I hope the squirrels don't think I'm inviting them for oh. any sort of Oh, gotcha. Okay. You know, fun. Okay. Any kind of lubed up fun is what he's saying. Sure. Um, the anarchy of the, oh, sorry, the anarchy of the UK hitmaker, who is known as by a stage name Johnny Rotten, also noted he's spending, quote, a lot of money keeping his new furry friends happy and well-fed. So he's hanging on to these squirrels. He explained in his new book, I Could Be Wrong, I Could Be Right. That's the name of the book. I could be wrong, I could be right. I could be right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm determined, determined to keep my squirrel friends independent. You know, there's no petting. If they want to nudge up, that's fine. But I know it's for a peanut and not because I'm lovely. That, that's out of the book. By the way, that's not a. That's not I love an it. Quote. Oh, I hope there's an audio book of this. Oh, and I hope he reads it. That'd be great. And then he reads it. I mean, well, that's the only way you got to do it. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Okay, we're gonna take a break. When we come back, uh, we're gonna spend some time with Justin Robert Young. Gonna find out where we're at in this whole concession uh, saga, and uh, what it means for the next fifty-two days, fifty-one days, fifty days, whatever it is, until we have a new occupant. In the White House. Uh, all of that coming up after this song break, which Brian will now explain. So uh, you're probably familiar with 808s and Heartbreak, right? The mm-hmm. uh, Kanye West album, classic album. Uh, this is not that. This is a Melbourne band called 808s and Greatest Hits, okay. <laughs> which I love. Um, they have a brand new album that's going to be coming out, uh, let's see, Friday the 11th of December on both limited edition cassette and digital services. So uh, that's also a pretty funny thing. So this is a Melbourne band called 808s and Greatest Hits. There's a very uh, Vampire Weekend, um, Fleet Foxes kind of feel to this that I really, really dig. This is the first single from that album. It's called Abduction, 
Abduction, not mm-hmm. to be confused with the missed game that we were talking with Bill about yesterday. Mm-hmm. Here's 808 and greatest 808s and greatest hits with Abduction. Down from the sky in a beam of light, struggle you might. We do what we
let's talk about Pitney Bowes, our good pals at Pitney Bowes. Been with us for a long time. Really like these guys with Pitney Bowes and SendPro Online from Pitney Bowes. You can simply print your postage stamps and shipping labels even when you're working remotely. There's a lot of that going on right now. For as low as $4.99 a month, you'll have access to discounts up to 40%. That's off of USPS Priority Mail and now up to 62% off UPS daily rates. Plus, for being a Morning Stream listener, you receive a 30-day free trial to get started and a free 10-pound scale to ensure that you're never going to overpay. Print shipping labels and stamps whenever you need. And saving that money, I mean, holy holy heck, 62% off UPS second-day air services. That's just, that's, that's amazing. Schedule package pickups, track shipments from departure to arrival, and save five cents on every first-class letter and up to 40% off USPS priority mail. Again, starting at $4.99 a month, that's $4.99 a month. You can calculate that exact postage online, get access to the mobile app to ship and track packages on the go, print right from your PC, and avoid the post office. Go to pb.com slash TMS to access this special offer for the free 30-day trial plus a free 10-pound scale to get started. That's pb.com slash TMS. Experience your savings in your shipping costs with a free trial of Simpro online from Pitney Bowes. Oh, hi. Yes. That's so, that's crazy. Yeah. That's good. That's good to hear. Thank you. <laughs> Me too. Me too. Yes. Okay. This is the morning stream. You're a freak and a cannibal, and you've come to the wrong town. back everybody welcome back to the show oh oh hi it's, oh, it's a great it's, song scott we didn't even oh that ma- that's amazing it was uh, abduction by 808s and greatest hits you know even though we're not putting the song in the live show mm-hmm. i still need to back announce it because the people listening want to know what that was oh yeah that's a good that's a good point yeah we uh i hate i hate this D- dmca crackdown DMCA? Yeah. It sounds like one DMCA. of the Run DMC guys. Well, my, is, why is it wrong? Digital, yeah. Digital Communication Millennium, Millennium Act. Digital, Digital Millennium Communication. Com- copyright. Digital Copyright, copyright Millennium Act. <laughs> it's a D- DCMA. That is DM, right. Or, or DMCA. Is Digital Millennium Copyright. It is DMCA. Digital Millennium Copyright Act. My name is Run and he is DMCA. And we got the thing with the shoes and the stuff. Woo! <laughs> my Adidas. There you go. <laughs> you got my shoe reference. Yes, I did. I totally did. All right, we're gonna get Justin in here and see what she's in the stuff. Yeah, she's definitely in the stuff. Now he is not showing online, but that doesn't mean a damned thing. (laughs) It could be that he uh, is just logging in. It could be that he forgot. It could be that he's still on his little vacation. I don't know. I don't know. No, no. Oh, MCA was Beastie Boys. You're right. So what am I thinking of? Run? You think we'll run DMC. Oh, okay. So there's still an MC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So run DMCA is a a crossover album with the Beastie Boys. (laughs) Right. There you go. Run DMCA. (laughs) 
<laughs> I have it's a li- copyright protected mashup of the Beastie Boys and Run DMC. There it is. Finally, it's right. happening. Yes. Okay. Well, join me now as I play this uh, theme music here. Where is it? Oh, gosh. Uh, hold on. One sec. Why? These are their stories. Do, do, diddly, diddly. Oh, I'm terrible with names. Hey, I'm not terrible with names because the name on the lips of all Americans today is the returning Justin Robert Young, who joins us today like he does almost Tuesdays. Uh, Justin, welcome. Hi. Hello. You're muted. Muted. Oh, no. Muted. Oh. oh. I hear nothing. Push the flashing red button. He's, he's working on it. He's working on it. Yeah. All right. How about that? There, there we, we go. go. Now, now, we, you're, hear, now yeah. we hear the lovely dulcet tones. Yeah. You know, sometimes uh, there's somebody else on this computer that likes to change things to voice to talk because hmm. I don't know. Uh, not going to name any names. Yeah, no, not going to name any names, but she's related to me by marriage. Let's say there's a, um, <laughs> there's a bird, is a doctor. Maybe he's doing it. <laughs> Dr. Bird just likes to. Thieves is here playing among us. God, yeah. I totally forgot that I had this today, so I didn't even do it. Oh, don't worry about there it. Look, we had all dressed up with nowhere to go. Well, Here the, we go. The weird, all right. The, hey, the, the weird I'm glad thing. we're back. We're, I, I fell a little out of sync last week. We didn't do the show because yeah. you were on vacation and we, I was on vacation and people were mad about it. Well, we were and it was weird because I didn't know you were. So I send you this text on Sunday or whatever it was and just yeah. said, hey, uh, just a quick note. I'm out all next week, so no thing. And you said, "Ha, ah, the joke's on you. I'm on vacation." <laughs> I was, and uh, yeah. I hope Thanks you had to a- the two of you. I had to take a vacation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Brian was forced to do it. But how was? How did you do? How did you have fun? What'd you do there, Justin? Uh, we went down to San Diego, and we literally just sat in a hotel uh, because uh, we're still terrified of the virus. So we just found another smaller location. Mm-hmm. That we could sit in and order different Postmates. Well, let me ask you this: That's south of you. Yeah. Uh, by how many hours did it take you to get there? Seven hours. Eleven hours? Did you say? Seven. Seven. Seven, seven hours. Seven okay. Hours. Okay. So I was hoping it's it was California, so it was only eight miles. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. I was hoping you were going to say three hours or so, because then it would have been weird how close our our vacations <laughs> were, because we traveled south, took us only three and a half hours, but. We also kind of locked ourselves in a hotel slash yeah. timeshare and avoided people. But uh, I'm glad you got some time. It's good to get a little refresh, you know, kind of restart it was those nice. engines. Yeah, no, it was it was good. The hotel we were in was empty, like, you know, totally uh, 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 no people. I think we saw like five people the entire time and most of them were staff. But they did have a pool bar, uh, which was open from uh, 11 o'clock to 7 o'clock in uh, the evening. And so we were like literally the closest room to that. And we could Perfect. just walk out and sit by the pool. Did you? Uh, oh, um, did you? So I saw pictures of you in rollerblades and you put up an, like yeah. an Antifa rollerblade photo, which was amazing. Did yeah. you uh, did you actually rollerblade around the hotel or was I? Was did that- I actually join Antifa? Uh, no, <laughs> I, I did not join Antifa. Um no, I uh, uh, Ashley, this has been a thing uh, here in these hip urban environs uh, of, of Oakland, California. Rollerblading and roller skating has gotten very popular mm. around mm-hmm. here, mm-hmm. like during the during the shutdown. Uh, I guess people are just hearkening back to things from their youth. And so Ashley got rollerblades and uh, so I got rollerblades. But I uh, used to play like my my entire uh, uh you know uh, uh, schooling years i played roller hockey so oh, i'm yeah. actually a decent 
rollerblader, but we uh, we we did, I guess, technically rollerblade through the hotel, uh, but only to get out, and then we rollerbladed down through the like convention center area of uh, San Diego and the gas lamp and and that seaport area. Oh, I love it fun. down there. Cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, I'm glad you had a good time and you were able to get away. And while but yeah, no, that 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 all that stuff, I I I got because it's getting a little colder, so I got like warmer running stuff and i realized that i just i i don't like buying things that aren't black colored okay. so I, I i only realized once i put it on and actually took a picture of me that i'm like oh i just look like antifa i guess <laughs> that's my natural inclination is just antifa that's what i would like to do if i were to be able to dress myself well a very mobile version of it and those rollerblades yeah. it was a pretty good look um, all right, so here's uh, here's the big question. While you were gone, um, it, it it I don't know if you thought maybe while you were gone you would get a concession out of the president, given uh, where we're at uh, in terms of him saying, "All right, fine, transition. Let's get this over with." I, I think I think I said that um, I was not going to do a newsletter, uh, a political newsletter, unless Trump either conceded or turned into a werewolf, and uh, <laughs> either of those things happened. Uh, over my vacation, do you feel like both of those things had equal chances of happening, like the werewolf and the and the concession? I mean, considering the <laughs> considering twenty twenty, uh, uh, I would not have uh, been surprised with either. Uh, uh, you know, the 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 concession thing, I think is is interesting, mostly because. You know, I, I understand whenever anybody talks about Donald Trump, it, it becomes a very specific personality thing. Mm -hmm. Like whether or not you love or hate Donald Trump, if you have a strong opinion about him, it is almost assured that you believe you know him personally mm. and you believe that you know his personality very well, so much so that you are willing to make very confident proclamations about it yeah. uh, be it that he is the most noble person on the planet or that he is a a a, a wretched awful man who is a small of ego and and would never uh, uh do one thing or another and I, I tend to believe that the more we kind of predict about him the more uh it's it doesn't wind up panning out yeah. <laughs> the way that we quite think it is uh I, I, I think when it comes to the concession, the question isn't, will he have this uh, uh, overarching West Wing uh, orchestral string start swelling as he realizes that he needs to put the nation, the very idea of the American experiment is, is greater than one man, he says, while dramatically standing up as the dawn breaks in the background. Like, <laughs> no, he... He's uh, uh, going to decide when, where is he most powerful? And I think what he is finding out now and what you saw with the transition is that in politics, all power is future power. And he's going to be more powerful as a guy who can still run for president than a guy who lost. Has anyone, I, I meant to check the history on this and I didn't do it before the show because I did, I, I was going to bring it up. But has anyone ever run twice and then? Or, or sorry, ran, held the office, got yep. beaten, and then four years later, run again. Has that ever happened? Uh, yep. He also hates Mondays and loves lasagna. <laughs> Andrew, Gar <laughs> Andrew Garfield? Oh, wait, that's the actor, not Andrew Garfield. Who am I uh, Garfield. Yeah, President Garfield. <laughs> President Garfield. What was his... Uh 
What was his first yeah, name? Yeah, not Andrew though? Garfield. Oh my God, we've been ruined I, by I, Spider-Man I, star Andrew Garfield yeah. and forgetting yeah. the president's first yeah. name. I, I believe his first name was Nermal. James A. Garfield. James, James Garfield. Garfield. Oh, everybody, every 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 president was named James. Yeah, there was a lot of them. Okay, well, James I didn't know that. Did he win the second time? I don't know that either. I believe he did, yeah. Okay, interesting. So, some precedents there. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh here okay so i mean obviously that was a different day and time you know he was right. the 20th president of the united states sure sure but there's like okay so there's no legal precedent for or well, there's there's no legality at all to whether a concession speech happens or not there's just like nothing to it it's just more of a a thing that you do normally and it's just part of the normal transition that he would but a there's no way he's going to and b even if he didn't or did it doesn't matter it's not a part of the legal framework that is the change of power between one elected official and another. So it really doesn't matter at this point if he does any of that, but I don't even know what it would sound like. Like if he did, what would it even be like? Just, I hate everything. And then that's it. Like, what are we even doing? Like, there's no way he's going to do this. Do you even also, also, I I do have to, uh, I have to, I think he might've run again, but I don't think he won. Uh, oh, Garfield? Uh, for, for, yeah, for Garfield. Okay. Yeah, so sorry. And okay. I, I, I think he also loves John and doesn't hate him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. is always second. Still hates Mondays. Still that, hates that part Mondays. Is, that Mondays, totally that's true. actually still true. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. But like... Uh, so what, what would it... I mean, but AR, let me ask you this. What What do you want? What do you want from 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 Trump's? Because you are, you are obviously somebody that's been uh, a very critical so i think that you would be the hardest to please i think there's nothing he could do to make me happy there's nothing he could do except leave just leave be done i don't care it honestly i really don't care like i don't have any i'm not precious about the the traditions i I think i think him holding up the transition and and leaving room for the idea that he is that this is like a coup or something like that I, i think that that's that's a reasonable thing to be like oh okay well if he's signing off on 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 the transition then he can be salty about it you right. know uh i think there are larger like fabric of the country things that some people key in on a little bit more than than i do mm-hmm. uh, uh to be to be honest but in general like I, I don't think if he came out and said like and gave the aaron sorkin speech about the 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 robust republic and the shining city on the hill and we gave it a good shot boyos but but we came up short <laughs> i still think that there would be 35 to 40 percent of the country that would try to drown him out by doing the na 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 hey hey goodbye <laughs> song <laughs> so uh, i i i think that you know his behavior is reflective of the of of the divided world that we're in yeah, no, I, I agree with that. I just think like I think holding it up and, you know, uh, basically just causing a ruckus about the pr- transition, the actual transition part of it is really shitty. But I don't care if he has a speech. I don't care if he has thoughts or feelings. I mean, not now. I, I guess that's the, the, the if it does effectively end here for all intents and purposes, we now have certifications in Georgia. We have certifications in Pennsylvania, we I think they certify the vote in in Michigan. So uh, the even to challenge it now is harder than it was two weeks ago because mm-hmm. now you have to overturn those certifications to do it. 
Right. Um, so effectively, unless there's some gigantic, overwhelming country turning evidence that falls out of the sky in multiple states at the numbers that they need to overturn the vote, mm -hmm. which is highly unlikely. Uh, it's probably about as likely as Garfield very much enjoying Mondays. Uh, <laughs> then this is over. If, if he's agreed to transition, you know, uh, mm. of, like he can fight, he can, he can go on, but, uh, this is, this is just kind of done. Yeah. This is kind of done. And that's where I'm at. I'm just like, all right, freaking get out. Um, I I said a while back. I said, you know, uh, there, there's a chance. Or there was a, there was a high to almost certain chance that he would leave a couple of upper deckers in the White House before he <laughs> left. And uh, what I didn't, what I'd hoped I didn't mean by that was that there would be figurative ones like holding up the process and oh, right, claiming right. nothing. You were thinking literal, and, literal upper deckers. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but, but like, but look, look, look at it like this. Considering how crazy of a year this has been. Yeah. And how abnormal everything went. If by the end of it, you know, things lasting two weeks longer than they normally do is what happened. Or I guess it would be, what, two and a half weeks. Like, that's not all that weird. No, it's right? not even it's not even like, 2000 Bush Gore weird, you know, time. Oh, no, yeah, that was a month. That was like a month and a couple days. Yeah, it was like 37 days. Yeah. So, no, yeah. that one had a lot more actual traction to it. Mm -hmm. Like, if anything, what Trump is guilty of is... Uh, well, here, let me let me go back to 1960. Uh, Nixon really believed that Kennedy stole that election from him, mm -hmm. right, in the moment. He thinks that 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 the, the votes that came in in Chicago and the votes that came in in Texas were irregular, and if you flip those two states, you flip the election, blah, blah, blah. He doesn't challenge it. Because he believes specifically with the Cold War in, uh, you know, in, in a very tense place that the other countries that were developing that were, that were now being competed uh, for by the Soviet Union and the United States would look at the United States as a unstable way to govern, that you would rather have a central committee in the way that communism offered all right and so he didn't push forward with it now by all available accounts he believes this happened he believes this happened in the way that Sidney powell believes that uh, uh hugo chavez invented a hacking robot to uh flip the election <laughs> for joe biden uh -huh. right he he is uh, nixon believes that but he doesn't do it largely because he's a party guy he is somebody that believes in the Republican Party. He wanted to keep some influence there. He wanted to have some kind of future within that structure. And I, I would give him, I would put him at his word that he did care about that kind of Cold War stuff. Mm -hmm. What we see now is really just the absence of the, the, the larger ideal. And I think that that probably also tracks that mm -hmm. what, what Donald Trump cares about is the portion of America that he believes he is fighting for, the people that are against him are enemies of that. And that that's what matters. It doesn't matter what the nation, what the world thinks of us. It doesn't matter if a, a struggling Republic uh, uh, would look at us and say, wow, I don't know if we want to have direct democracy because of what happened over there. 
And so, but you make it sound like he's got a principle here. You're making it sound like he's got a a, a principle that is, I'm going to fight for you. What is? I don't think that's true. I think what he's doing is saying, you'll vote for me, so I'll say whatever you want me to say, and then I'll get your votes, and then I'm good. Like there's not, there's no like. I mean, again, again, this is the point: is that you believe, like I find this with the people who are either love him the most or hate him the most. You believe you know who he is. You believe that you you can see into his mind. What I would say is whether you get there by craven selfish or craven self-interest or a, a he is he is getting high on his own supply that uh, that this is a working class revolution, blah, blah, blah. We are looking out for America first. Uh, it The reactions can be the same. Right. Mm-hmm. And that is. I'm going to fight for this right now. Yeah. Even if if this is totally inside his weird quaffed brain or that he has uh, extended that to this uh, element of America that adores him. Yeah. And-, and and quite frankly, I think they believe just as you you are very sure that he just you know, doesn't care about anything. They are very sure that he very much cares about them. Well, that's because they're easy marks and uh, suckers, and so they they get what they get when they when they're so easily <laughs> persuaded by a serial liar and charismatic a hole. So that that works it's for amazing. them. Amazing! It really is amazing. <laughs> like, like that that verbatim I've heard at Trump rallies about the left of course like you almost have. verbatim <laughs> of course like, you, have. you guys would get along so well my dad used you, to tell if, me if, if, if you if you if you just if you just <laughs> erase the nouns if you just erase the nouns and you just were able to just kind of talk like that exactly like that oh my god you would get along <laughs> so well with the trump people yeah well i have enough of them in my extended family where i can have those conversations if i so desire but here's the thing uh my dad used to say and I think he was riffing on some sort of Bible quote, but he would say, uh, you can always tell if a tree's any good by the fruit it makes. And someone can tell me where that comes from, verse and whatever. But um, that's how I look at all this. His fruit is all shitty. And Biden's fruit's pretty boring, but mm-hmm. it's edible. Uh, it's uh, edible. It's uh, edible. I would not describe one son as boring. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean direct fruit. I'm not talking like offspring. That's a good point that you're making, but that's not what I mean. Uh, what I mean is like, I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't mean they're kids. Yeah, I would really like to have some conversations about that laptop. Oh, I'm like, like not, not anything that might uh, affect the election, but boy, howdy, that man had a social life. Yeah. Oh, big time. He seemed to, he seemed to be enjoying himself just fine. I always uh, doesn't it feel like right and good though in the history of this this country it seems like presidents always have a wacky cousin or brother or or mm. nephew or son or some kind of weird familial wackadoo sure. like who, who was it that had like the beer? Uh, Carter uh, Carter's Billy Bob uh, <laughs> right or, yeah the, Billy the, Beer yeah, yeah the Billy, Billy Beer, beer thing yeah. um, and didn't uh, who else am I thinking of Clinton Clinton had a weird brother all uh, oh, right. The Bushes really didn't have a weird. well. H.W. Was, had that weird son, but we ended up electing him. Yeah. Oh, we, yeah. But, 
But it, but Junior, Junior had the 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 whole daughters thing where they're out, you know, the the partying. That's and, oh, uh, that's that's just that's, yeah, that's just, I'm just partying. Saying, yeah. I'm just. Saying. I mean, like that's. I mean, they were like eighteen, you know, uh, uh, with 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 the weight of the world on them. I I, I don't know if that's even. I'm not saying. I'm not saying that's my point of view. I'm saying that every time there's a president, somebody somewhere gets singled out, and they go, "Those Bush daughters, up oh, that." Hi, that Hunter Biden, ah, that that Don Jr. Like they just do it, or like Eric's the oh, dumb yeah, one, no, like because they're because they're the most famous people in the world. <laughs> like we're always gonna find a thing, even if it's just them wearing a tan suit. Like yeah. we're gonna freak out about something because they're really famous and we want something to talk about. So, all right, so let me ask you this: Do you think that in fifty days or whatever it is, is it? Are we there yet? Fifty? I think it's fifty. Uh, uh what for the inauguration? Yeah. Do you think? Two two questions. One, does yeah. he even go to the inauguration? Trump, that is. And if he doesn't go, well, no, that, that doesn't matter. Does he go to the, the the to the inauguration? No speech, no concession, none of that. But does he go and sit there like all presidents before him have, or does he not? And if not, what does he do? Is he going to be simultweeting? Is he going to have his own little thing show can up I, on? Can I can I ask you a question that yeah, I think might invalidate both of your questions? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> is this going to be a live inauguration? Oh, I don't know. I didn't even think about that. Oh. That's a good point. I don't know. Because I had not thought about it, and then I thought about it last night, and I asked the the live audience. You mean you mean like, by, by live inauguration, you mean will there be people there yeah. attending? Yeah, maybe not. Well, this or might be a live be, stream situation. It, yeah, would it just be a Zoom thing oh, where... Boy. You you get those uh, live stream ones. You can count how many people attend those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, no. Okay. So here's what here's what I predict. Because look at it like this. I don't think that the virus surge is going to be much different on January twentieth after Christmas, when yeah. apparently we already have so many people traveling for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. That it's probably going to get a lot worse after Thanksgiving. It's probably going to get a lot worse after Christmas. So that that death toll would probably be ratcheted up pretty high by the time that uh, uh, the inauguration rolls around. Biden got elected on being the safe virus man. Uh, so, like, is there going to be a live inauguration? And if there is, a, if there's not a live inauguration, then is anybody going to be there? Yeah. Is it just going to be uh, uh, John Roberts and Joe Biden and maybe Jill? Um you know, we'll we'll see if uh, Hunter can. Uh, uh, no, it's mean. He's mean. <laughs> <laughs> um, see, it's oh easy. come on, it's man! Easy to do it. It's easy. I get it. I yeah. I mean, yeah. Whatever. We'll see whether. I mean, but he's, but but this is my whole yeah, thing. Anyway, like, but, it, but if, if that's if, if that's the case, then this whole thing might be moot. Right. Uh, yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think there is one, but it's probably going to be a bit like the acceptance. Or his his speech after he won, or after the you know it was confirmed that he won, or whatever. Yeah, um, it'll be something like that. Where I don't know, I don't know how they do it. I don't know how they do mm-hmm. it. I just hope. I, I, I would presume. I mean, they could just keep everybody off the mall, and they could do it where they normally do it. So it would the pictures would look the same a little bit, but without all the other crowd up on there. Right. Well, then uh, Trump could claim that his inauguration numbers are bigger than Biden's. See. We're just well, that's them. actually how we got to that 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 thought last night was that somebody was asking, oh, what do you think Biden's inauguration crowd's going to be? And I'm like, well, <laughs> it might be less. Like, 
uh, and then we got into the idea. Oh, what, what if it's virtual? And it's like, oh yeah, he could have like nobody there. Because mm-hmm. yeah. also, it's like, I think for Biden, especially if this is still really bad, like it's, it's it would come off as critical. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if, exactly. If, it's bad optics to say, all right, we're going to stop COVID. By the way, come on, come one, come all to my inauguration. Yeah, yeah, people people are going to do whatever people do, but he he can't. I, I don't think he can do that stuff. It just feeds into that narrative that Ted Cruz and others are sort of parroting this week that um, you know once the once they win, the, everyone will suddenly be out in giant crowds and we'll all act like the virus is gone, which is horseshit. But it'd be yeah. nice not to feed the horseshit. So no, yeah, I I I don't think that that's in any way the case. I don't think that anyone's going to. Uh, believe that the you know the virus is just gone right like because that would that would be predicated on the idea that the virus really wasn't real mm-hmm. and the virus was totally manufactured what i think we might get is slightly more of a uh, uh a realistic probably outlook on the virus that like hey this is survival until a vaccine mm. instead of like if only everybody did blank, if only everybody did the hokey pokey and turned it all around, like then we would not have any virus anymore. Like, I think that that might be more of the case, although I don't know how much of that is really even a political thing and how much of it is just, OK, well, now that we have these vaccines being announced like, is that just the thing we're looking toward right now? Right. Like, is everybody is is nobody thinking that like uh oh well if i could just convince my aunt to wear a mask like then we wouldn't have coronavirus right yeah no no i, I agree well it's going to be an interesting 50 days and uh i don't know i don't know what's is gonna it, is it gonna be interesting well interesting I from like, <laughs> I feel like at this point we're we're kind of Anything that would happen that would be interesting, I think, would be scary. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, that's, think, that's true. I guess I don't. I, I, I think. I think at this point, we're like, no, this is. I mean, what what is interesting is the runoff in Georgia. Yeah, the the runoff in Georgia is real. Um, I do think that there are some interesting vectors there. Um, you know, when it comes to Trump and some of his team, there was shocking. I know infighting in the Trump team mm. about whether or not they should be asking Georgia supporters to boycott Kelly Leffler and David Perdue, the Republicans running in that race because they haven't fought hard enough for Donald Trump. And then uh, Donald Trump Jr. came out and was like, no, no, you should go vote for the two Republicans. (laughs) (laughs) And he signals that one member of that family really does want to be a part of Republican Party politics. And it is junior. Yeah. Junior. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna be started on Junior. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, more. Well, I think on- has has the vid now. I think he mm-hmm. is is recovering from from the vid. The vid? Oh, yes. yeah, that's right. He had, he COVID. had COVID. I forgot. Yeah, asymptomatic COVID. Oh, I thought he had symptoms. No, I didn't hear. I didn't. I thought he was asymptomatic. I've got a. Uh, uh, there's a family up the road from us. Does he like lasagna? <laughs> <laughs> I know he loves Mondays. He might. Um, there's a family up the road who got it. Uh, the husband had like a minor cough and that was it. And it went away really quick. His wife is like ICU level bad. Wow. And she's yeah. the ones that's in the best shape. It's so annoying how that thing is so indiscriminate with like who gets it the worst. 
And and they're both like, you it, know, thirties. Yeah. Healthy. He's he's healthy, but he's not like she's running marathons and all that kind of stuff. And he's I mean, actually there just seems to be I, this is empirical and I have no nothing to back this up other than every time I hear about like a runner who gets it and they get it so bad, um, it brings me back to doctors talking about, well, sometimes the all the fat around our hearts and other stuff actually helps us. And if you're if you're a little too lean, this thing really tears you to pieces and Anyway, I hate it. Freaking hate it. Want it to be gone. Let's get this vaccine. Let's go. Let's go. Let's get it. Yeah, on. the vaccine czar said that uh, <laughs> we could get to 70% vaccinated by like May or something. That'd, wow. be, great. That'd I, be great. I I've, As much as that sounds slightly overshot, I'm all Optimistic, in. Optimistic, yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's do it. And now we got three to choose from. It's like it's going to be a, 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 a shop till you drop bidding war kind of thing to see which uh, which well, I vaccine. Think that, <laughs> I think I think the biggest thing now is that uh, you know, and it could be within days, really. Uh, as soon as the FDA gives approval on the Pfizer uh, one, that will probably be the first one to get it. Then that gets like the the army basically surges that out to medical centers and yeah, essential workers and mm-hmm. here's uh, what here's what i would do if i were them i would uh i would just do it like i used to and i'd go to a 7-eleven when i was a kid and we called it swamp water run we'd go into the 7-eleven and instead of getting a dr pepper or a mountain dew <laughs> we would just go shlink 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 and fill our yeah, cup up with every, every drink yeah so just give me every vaccine just boop, boop, give me a boop, mix boop. of all three. I, I don't think that that's how it works. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't think that you can increase your odds uh, by injecting uh, multiple different versions of the virus into yourself. Yeah. I, I think that, that that would probably be harmful. Yeah. Although wait, I'd be like drinking Russian I, hand sanitizer. I, yeah. I, I used to call it suicide slush. That was yeah. oh, that's pretty yeah, good. We, we had suicide. Good. That was, we called them suicides here as well. Oh, really? I don't know where we got yeah. swamp water from, but that was the way we all called it here. It was weird. Or kamikazes before we really knew what kamikazes were. <laughs> yeah. Before you yeah. knew they were really yeah, dedicated what a, what Japanese a, what, a, what a delightful, genteel world, Utah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> swamp water. Like, yeah, it's like, like, it's not suicide. It's swamp water. Like, it gets you most of the way there. <laughs> yeah. We knew it, it is, was gross. They do have the right color, though. I mean, that is the... Uh, oh, it, yeah. You know, it might be, yeah. It, it is a little edge lord, Brian, the way that we described it. It's like you're yeah. not killing yourself. Jesus, you're, you're drinking some Fanta mixed with Dr. Right. Pepper. Ooh, there's nothing new in that Pepsi. Ooh. Exactly. Such a, it's such a no, weird I think, thing. I think that was more realistic. For, for it's such a weird stuff. thing that kids, I mean, kids, uh, anybody who's ever, I swear everyone who's listening to us has probably done this. Like, why is that even a thing? At some point in our lives, we had to get over this hump, which was, what if I put all the drinks in at once? Mm-hmm. We all had to do it. We may have had a name for it, like we all did just now, but whether we did or we didn't, we've all done it at least one time, and it was probably in your youth. And those who are listening or the outliers are like, man, I never did that. You can go do it now. Go to McDonald's. They'll let you in there for a minute. Just you'd be all set. I actually walked by McDonald's the other day, and I was really in the mood to get McDonald's, and they wouldn't let me in. Oh, man. Well, Did you have a car? Could you have gone through the drive-thru? Well, I was walking. He was rollerblading. Oh, okay. He was an Antifa rollerblades. I wasn't on rollerblades. I wish I was on rollerblades. That would be awesome because then you have to film it. Just hit up some cars. They're about to go on the drive-through, and you go, "Hey, buddy, can you when you go through, can you pick me up a big man?" I, I, you know, I like that was something that would have been awkward before. 
before the worldwide plague had damaged our psyches. Like, yeah. I, I don't know if that's something like, or if even the person that would roll down their window and engage in this bizarre parlay with me is somebody right. that I would even want to be dealing with. <laughs> Good point, yes. Well, um, like, no, like you, you, sir, that is risk-taking behavior that I don't want to associate myself with. Yeah, it would be, uh, would be a very strange scene. Well, if you do it, make sure you film it. Everything is content. And speaking of content, Justin's got plenty of that going on. He's back, and that means content. Justin, what do you want people watching this week? Uh, well, I, I, I would I would hope that everybody watches me live here on this website, twitch.tv slash Justin R. Young. But I have a new schedule, mm. so uh, I will not be live after this program on Tuesdays. But uh, on Monday, I am live from 7 to 10 p.m. doing some night streams. Whoa. Uh, and then uh, Wednesday, back in the morning. So I'll be live right after TMS. Uh, Thursday, I'm back on at the night, 7 to 10 p.m. And then uh, Friday, right after TMS, or what would be right after TMS, because they did a Friday show. And uh, we'll, we will take your live calls there. So still on four days a week, but uh, an extra hour tacked on in, in the night streams. And uh, I had a really, really good time last night on the on the larger set here that we have uh that we've built and uh i'm, I'm having a really really good time but uh yeah twitch.tv slash justin r young and of course the politics 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 podcast yeah well, if you're free friday afternoon consider joining us for uh we're gonna be doing patreon play date doing uh um jackbox games in the afternoon so if you have a little time for a game or two mm-hmm. yeah we'll see you could draw yeah. penises we'll see you later <laughs> <laughs> the jury will now retire. Oh, thank you, Brian. The jury will no now retire. I always forget to play the damn thing. All right. Well, I did this totally, time. Totally fine. That's what I'm here for. Uh, well, I'm here to play a bonus mashup. Now, we, I know we just did one yesterday, okay? I know that. Mm-hmm, and I know mm-hmm, sometimes mm-hmm. Just this stuff just comes fast and furious, but I hear this new one is really something and uh, maybe less for the kids. But I, I don't know. <laughs> but it's called That's What She Said. And so that's what makes me think that. This is from, uh, of course, TMS Mashups. Jamie, enjoy. So let's stick it in there and rub it around. Ew. Ew. <laughs> you had me at anal. <laughs> it's going to be hard and sweaty, but well, we're going to do it. Shouldn't say hard and sweaty out loud. Brian is a nice round hole to my round peg. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, okay, here we go. Well, that's big. Holy shit. All right, so pull that back. <laughs> now we got all the easy openings. Oh, you're boning your mom. Yep. Just kind of like, <laughs> yeah. just like really quickly jerk into there towards them and make them drop their phone. Two cocks from different mothers. Wow. That, that came out wow. wrong. That came out totally wrong. Oh, geez. Well, what are we doing? What are we looking at here? What is this? If it's that hot, you're not going to want to put your finger in there. No, no. You're not swallowing it whole or gulping it down. Oh, I don't like how she's sucking. All right, Monday I did it in a <laughs> Seven minutes and 12 seconds. Get on the phone. Hey, Carl, I beat your best time. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, totally. feel like I'm licking somebody's pipe. <laughs> oh, jeez. Sounded wrong, didn't it? Those two guys in general in the 80s would come on everything. If it's dark and there's a thing in there you don't want to put in your mouth, you won't know it till it's too late. I want all of it all the time. Just shower me with it. Ah. They're longer, though, and slimmer. I think it's exactly... I think the length... You don't think that length is too long? Nope. I need seven inches or more. I have a big... Big, huge, three, two foot tall. No, is hello. it? Yeah, two foot tall. <laughs> mega. Sorry, Brian's killing me over there. He's like, hello. Kim and I will pound one of those out uh, this afternoon or this. Uh- <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Kim and I will pound one out after the show. And there's a male sitting right at the hole going, <laughs> some penises are coming, everybody. You get ready. And I'm pulling it up, pulling it up. It's coming. Hang in there. I'm here. It's almost, it's almost, okay. almost here. Stick it in. Jeez. Put it in me. There's a little bit of, you know, you feel something. and I always feel it. There's no way I yeah. don't feel it. I don't want tugging. I don't want pulling. I don't want anything. I'll show you. Ooh, Brian's going to show me. He's a shower, not a grower. Now all you have to do is say, do you want five guys and I'm in? Right. You want five guys? Do you like five guys? Yeah, you can make it two guys. Yeah, he still comes on things. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that on purpose uh, again, by the way. That was an accident. The second time you did yeah, it? Yeah, that was not on purpose. It just came out. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That is the most horrifying mashup he's ever wow. made. Please tell me that that like, is over the course of... Of nine plus years of doing this show, it's not. We didn't say all that stuff in the last couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah, please let it be spread out, please. Please. All right. Well, that was great. I want to give a quick shout out to uh, listener Nikki. Uh, she, uh, I shouldn't say she because I don't know, but I assume so. Anyway, sent an email in. Uh, the subject was Dragonborn new Game Boy game. Hmm. Mm. Says hi, Nikki from Belgium. You know they get the waffles and the uh, the the Jean Claude waffles. Yep, Stroop yeah. waffles. Long-time listener since day one. Could you, could you give these guys a shout-out on TMS? It's SpaceBot Interactive. They made a very cool Game Boy game called Dragonborn. Thanks. Uh, well, there you go. It's I've done it. I've given them a shout-out for their game. Cool. So There's a, You can get a new Game Boy game? Yeah, How does right? that work? That's true. They've made a cartridge, which is nuts. Wow. Um, I looked this up a little bit. Uh, let's see. So I'm going to tell you real quick. I think it is basically... Not a remake, but a... Oh, here it is. Uh, it's a Dragonborn. Brand new adventure for Game Boy. It's an adventure RPG created by GB Studios. Um, blah, 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 blah. Uh, yeah, like all the green, like... That's uh, fantastic. Screen stuff and everything. Yeah, monochrome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. It's very cool. Chat, here's a link if you want to check it out. Can't believe it. I always, you always hear this once in a while. Someone's making a cartridge. And it's like, oh my gosh, really? Like SNES game came out last year from somebody. Have uh, you gotten that thing? I don't know if it was uh, something you pre-ordered or or if they've even gone on sale yet. But it was the yellow, the new yellow monochrome game thing with a like a fishing reel spinner on it, as opposed to uh, oh, the hand crank thing. Um, yeah, whatever that thing was right. called. Is I that, didn't pre-order that come it, out yet. Or? That's supposed to be this year, but did it ever happen? What was that called? Um, uh, shoot. Forgot the name. Yellow game machine <laughs> with a crank. <laughs> uh, the play date. Play date. There it is. Play Let's dot see. date. Uh, read our 2020 status update. Okay. I will do oh, that. boy. That can't be good. Quick summary. Tough year, but our season one games are locked with more games than planned. The hardware is locked. The OS is almost there, and mass production for batch one starts next month. Play date orders should start in early 2021. So there you go. God, their photos look amazing. I know. They make I mean, me these want probably one. probably 3D renders, but they look absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, there's a thing about this, especially this one on the main page, you can rotate around. Mm-hmm. It makes me want one. Like, yeah. like, well done, guys. You did that thing that I didn't know you could do, which is make me want a thing just by looking at it. But um, Right. But who knows? It might be garbage. I don't know. It might be, but you know what? Uh some pretty damn cool garbage. Yeah, it's pretty good garbage. Crankin's time travel adventure game. Yeah, oh, there's that one where you have to crank. You're it gonna get one of these, and you're gonna rave about it, and be like, "All right, I'm gonna get one." Yeah, uh, I'll probably get one. 
Yeah. Just look at well, it. Well, you pre-ordered, haven't you? Or, or just pre-orders are available. You just haven't pre-ordered. Uh, I don't even know if you can do that. Can you? It just says orders. Can you pre-order? I don't think you can pre-order yet. Okay. Well, then never mind. It's best. <laughs> Forget it. Then. <laughs> then never mind. Forget oh, it. Oh, I know what it is. You can sign up for you can sign up for their email list, and then they'll let you know when the pre-orders go up. So we'll see. I don't know. Cool. A little bit yeah, torn on the idea, but seems neat. Anyway. Uh, thanks for that email. You can send your emails to themorningstream at gmail.com. You can send your support to patreon.com slash TMS. And you can find everything else at frogpants.com slash TMS. A quick note, this Friday night at 7 p.m. Mountain Time, I'll be doing a special, probably one hour stream or so, just me giving away a bunch of prizes. So some cool computer hardware, some prints, some art, some stuff, widgets here and there. But ultimately, the big grand prize that day is a brand new honkin' monster computer system with a brand new NVIDIA 3080 video card in that thing. Oh, wow. For free. It's like Scott's Black Friday, but you don't have to go anywhere and get COVID. That's right. And it's from doghousesystems.com. They're they're the partner in this. Also, Intel is helping out. And we're going to give one of those away to some lucky listener or someone who actually shows up, and you got to be in the chat room that night. So at frogpants.tv or twitch.tv slash frogpants, either one gets you there. Go in there that night. This, again, is uh, this Friday, 7 p.m. Mountain, 6 p.m. Uh, Pacific. That's 9 p.m. Eastern. Uh, be in there, and you have to be part of the chat room to be considered. There's only a couple of rules. One of them is, if you're international, no dice. It has to be, this is only for America. Sorry. American winners only. Well, not for everything, but just for the PC part of it. Everything else, there's there's chances for international stuff. But for the PC, it's a it's, it's US only. Anyway, if you're in that chat room, you'll be chosen at random. And uh, it's going to be rad. Like, you're going to get the coolest rig. This thing is a monster. It's a beast. That's cool. It's That's the hottest really thing you cool. can get. And look, right before Christmas, right before uh, freaking... Uh, what's that game? Uh a cyberpunk, like all these reasons to play it. It's going to be amazing. So, 7 p.m. Friday night at frogpants.tv. Be there and win that. And possibly other prizes. There's some SSD drives that are going to be in there that are just going to be given away. We're going to give away some other cool hardware from Doghouse. And I've got like art to give away, stickers, all kinds of stuff. And if you win a sticker, it doesn't mean you still can't win the computer. That's the thing. This isn't like, oh, you you've been eliminated. Like, oh, I got a sticker and I'm not going to get anything else. Right. You can win no, a smaller prize, but you're still in for the big one. Okay. That's cool. Unless you're international, then you're screwed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's the end of that. Let's uh, get the hell out of here. Do we need to well, we need to do a song? Let's do a song. You got a song? Let's do a song. Uh, this is one from last week. I'm playing a little catch up on, uh, or not last week, but. Well, last week and a little bit the week before. We didn't have any shows last week, so I have a little bit of makeup to do. Mm. Uh, Mark Hensley wrote in and said, 18 years ago, our youngest daughter, Anna, was born. She has overcome numerous struggles, including the devastating loss of her older sister, and has become a wonderful young woman with a quirky and dry sense of humor. She uses music as a coping mechanism. I can relate to that. And has become my main for new music to listen to during the day. I leave it to you, Master of Covers, to pick a song to celebrate this milestone. Well, happy 18th birthday, Anna. I know it was last week, but I hope you had a really, really good birthday. Uh, Apparently, you like uh, anything alt-rock, Black Veil Brides, MCR, Bring Me the Horizon, all all bands that uh, my son Tristan really likes, Mm. or liked anyway when he was living here, and all music that I told him to turn down at one point (laughs) or another. 
so let's go with Black Veil Brides. This is their cover of Billy Idol's Rebel Yell. Came out on a single called Rebels, an EP in 2011. Here's Black Veil Brides and Rebel Yell. Dancing through my door 
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Believe me, everything is fine.